Every great love story begins with a Harry Winston diamond. For nearly a century, Harry Winston has been the name behind some of the world's most exceptional diamonds. That's because every Harry Winston diamond ring is as one of a kind as the love story it represents, the ultimate symbol of romance, devotion, and elegance. From emerald cut and cushion cut to oval and pear-shaped, every diamond is hand-selected for maximum beauty and brilliance and placed in a timeless platinum setting. Say I do to a Harry Winston engagement ring and you're happily ever after at harrywinston.com. Love now and From the New York Times, I'm Anna Martin. This is Modern Love. And today, the full modern love essay by Khalid Abdul Qadir. It's a story about a man who's keeping secrets from his wife, big secrets that could change their relationship and his life. And what happens when he decides to tell his wife the truth? Here's Khalid Abdul Qadir reading his essay, The Polygraph Test That Saved My Marriage. Have you ever kept a secret from your wife? Asked the polygraph examiner. For nearly two decades, I've been grooming myself to be the perfect candidate for one of the premier U.S. government intelligence agencies. These institutions require absolute loyalty, which means you're supposed to keep secrets for them, not from them. I replied, yes, I have. I was seated upright brown-knuckling the plastic arms of the chair. A black wire had been placed snugly across my chest. Another contraption was attached to my fingertips. My heart thumped so loudly that it nearly drowned out all sound. I felt a bead of sweat roll from my armpit down my side underneath my shirt. I was experiencing the telling of truth. While every fiber of my being strained to keep my secrets, I knew I had to be honest and just answer his question. Fumbling through my response, I explained how I had not told my wife about my family's complicated past. My father's associations had led him to be investigated for potential connection to the terrorist attacks of September 11th. And I, as his son, was later placed on a terrorist suspect list. My father was never formally charged for terrorism-related activities, but the stigma remained. In fact, one of the main reasons I joined the military and pursued work in the intelligence community was to try and cleanse us of all that by creating a long record of loyalty and serving my country. I did create that record, and I'm proud of it. I'd been interrogated by intelligence officers when I was in the Navy, Back then, I sweated and cried, but I was innocent, and I knew it. This was different. I was guilty of having hidden things from my wife, and not only about me, but about my family's past. She and I had long been distant in our marriage, a distance that came from a lack of self-disclosure. We met in Japan when I was stationed there. Early on, I had good reason to be quiet and cagey about my personal life. It's not exactly an appealing come on to tell a new date that you were placed on a terrorist suspect list. 
or that your father was accused of terrorist ties. And once you're accustomed to hiding your past, you tend to keep hiding in all kinds of ways. I had done my research before the polygraph and learned that the reason they want to know how we deal with secrets we may be keeping from loved ones is to understand how we would behave with secrets between ourselves and the agency. Could we protect U.S. national security? Would we be susceptible to blackmail or coercion? The examiner asked me, why have you kept this from your wife? I told him. I was afraid she wouldn't love me in the same way. That, too, was the truth. I have always been terrified of how people might respond to my true self. That is why for most of my life, I have tried to offer a version of myself that I believe others wanted to see. When I was growing up in Oklahoma, I would think, I'm black, ugly, short, and I have an Islamic name. How could anyone find me attractive? Having such an attitude could become a self-fulfilling prophecy. As it turned out, what ultimately delivered me from my inferiority complex was my struggle to break free from the shame placed on my family. The examiner asked me, have you ever been part of an organization with the purpose of overthrowing the U.S. government? No, I said. What is it you're not telling me, he asked. I could have started with my excuses, how losing my mother at age three made me seek the nurturing affection of a woman and how that became a particular kind of weakness. But no, what would be the point of that? I just had to say it. I had an extramarital affair. This was not something I had told anyone. Under normal circumstances, I believed this admission would be a deal breaker for marriage or this job. It indicates the untrustworthiness and overall lack of character of someone who was likely unfit for a job or a union. When it came to the job, though, coming clean could work in my favor, as I presumably would be less vulnerable to coercion or blackmail. What my admission would mean for my marriage, however, was decidedly less certain. We'll be right back. Every great love story begins with a Harry Winston diamond. For nearly a century, Harry Winston has been the name behind some of the world's most exceptional diamonds. That's because every Harry Winston diamond ring is as one of a kind as the love story it represents. The ultimate symbol of romance, devotion, and elegance. From emerald cut and cushion cut to oval and pear-shaped, every diamond is hand-selected for maximum beauty and brilliance and placed in a timeless platinum setting. Say I do to a Harry Winston engagement ring and you're happily ever after at harrywinston.com. My name is Thomas Gibbonsneff. I'm a journalist at the New York Times. I served in the Marine Corps as an infantryman. When it comes to reporting on the front line, a lot of the same basics are at play. Uh, you're looking at the map of where you're going. If you're on a paved road, field roads, you know, is there a hospital nearby? Is your body armor affixed with the first aid kit? Does everyone know where that first aid kit is? We arrive into a, a military position. I get out of the car. I look at my watch. You know, I set a timer. No more than an hour. I'm listening for drones, jets, checking with the team. Is everyone comfortable? And if they are, then we proceed. Frontline reporting is dangerous, but I think nothing is more important than talking to the people involved. You know, hearing their stories and being able to connect that with people 
thousands of miles away. Anything that can make something like this more personal, I think, is well worth the risk. New York Times subscribers make it possible for us to keep doing this vital coverage. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do that at nytimes.com slash subscribe. I have to say that had it not been for this top secret security clearance process, I probably never would have told my wife or anyone else that I had cheated on her. And in taking full responsibility for my actions, I wasn't hoping to absolve myself from shaming or criticism. I am a man who behaved badly, but now takes ownership of his betrayals and failures. It's that simple. And so began the real clearance process, which was seeking passage into the Bureau of Marriage. He's good, the examiner said, giving a thumbs up to another agent. I was surprised that I passed the polygraph test, but later I realized, of course I did, because I told the truth. Oddly enough, this didn't mean I was initially granted a security clearance. Perhaps my family history played a part, but it didn't matter to me. People are denied security clearances for all kinds of reasons. For me, the biggest win and lesson was that I wasn't denied clearance because of my polygraph test. I had told the truth and not been hurt by it. I believe that I owed my wife that same honesty and I took the same approach with her. After dinner one night, I handed her the file from my security clearance process. It was a stack of papers detailing every aspect of my life, including everything I had discussed during the polygraph examination. She read every page. As she approached the end, I was already a few glasses into a bottle of whiskey. I kept pushing the bottle closer to her from across the table in case she wanted to have a glass to take the edge off. Instead, tears welled in her eyes. She said, I need time for this. She rose from her seat, wiping her eyes, just as I was sliding off my chair to my knees. She paid me no mind. She just walked into the bedroom and shut the door. The question most have asked is, why did you have an affair? At the time, my wife and I had been separated, but we hadn't agreed to see other people. The whole point of the separation was to give us the distance to consider our relationship. It wasn't the freedom to sleep with someone else. Nevertheless, I soon became romantically involved with another woman. When my wife and I started to work things out, I ended things with the other woman. After my wife read my file, the days felt surreal and passed slowly. For a while, we didn't say anything. But one day, we began talking again about small things. Should she pick up cucumbers for salad? Or would I prefer baked zucchini pizza chips? I voted for zucchini chips. Tentatively, we started to find our way back to each other. Then, a few weeks later, my wife handed me a file of her own. It was several pages she had typed up about her life. 
My wife is from Okinawa, where much of the island is occupied by U.S. military bases. She flirted with U.S. military men. She had her first sexual experience with the Marine. She also told me the same year we were married, she'd had an intimate relationship with another serviceman while I was away. Although we weren't yet married, she wrote that she believed my cheating was a karmic payback for her doing what she had done and not telling me about it. From there, more honesty flowed from each of us. As a result, we grew closer and closer. We were more accepting of each other's past failings, not less. Contrary to what I expected, our mutual truth-telling, which had been spurred by a completely unrelated polygraph test, was not ending our marriage, but saving it. Of course, I didn't know any of that when she handed me her file. Feeling mystified, I simply asked, what's this? My secrets, she said. If you want to hear my interview with Khalid, check out the episode called Have You Ever Kept a Secret from Your Wife? You can find it in the Modern Love podcast feed. This is our first episode of the season. We'll have brand new stories on the Modern Love podcast feed every Wednesday. Modern Love is produced by Julia Botero, Christina Josa, Hans Buto, and Crystal Duhame. It's edited by our executive producer, Jen Poyant, with help from Larissa Anderson. This episode was mixed by Corey Schreppel. Our show was recorded by Maddie Masiello. Special thanks to Naomi Sharp and Susan Lee for fact-checking. The Modern Love theme music is by Dan Powell. Original music by Carol Sabaro, Marion Lozano, and Dan Powell. Digital production by Mahima Chablani and Nell Galogli. The Modern Love column is edited by Daniel Jones. Mia Lee is the editor of Modern Love Projects. I'm Anna Martin. Thanks for listening.